from the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs Podcast. And welcome back to Locked On Chiefs. It's a brand new week, and the Chiefs have done pretty much everything they need to do in order to get down to the 53. Um, we're going to talk today about that 53 and how each of us think we should get there, or more importantly, how the Chiefs should get there. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics, and your host over at RGR Football. I'm Chris Clark. I am on Chiefs Digest as well as your ho- your co-host here. And you say they've done everything they need to do to get down to the 53-man roster. I say that they look like crap yesterday. But Right, but is there anything that, that you feel is unsettled? Yeah, I, I still think there's back-of-the-roster positions that are unsettled. I'm not 100% sure that we know who 5 and 6 are wide receiver. I think we have a pretty good idea, but I think it's going to go to the final de- the final game. Okay. And practices. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll get to that when we talk about that particular position. But long story short, you still think there's some jockeying to do to try and make the 53. I think it's pretty much set. But why don't uh, why don't we knock it out and start going through it? All right, QBs. Three. Yep. Name them. Uh, of course, uh, Litton, Henny, and McGloin. Okay. Oh, what did I do that wrong? Uh, I, I think Litton gets the number three with Henny and Mahomes. So uh, I think the interesting thing will be is, uh, can are they attempting or do they even attempt to uh, try to move McGloin? Well, I hope they try to move him, but the uh, question is whether or not he has value. I don't know that he's shown enough in the preseason games to really have value, but um, you know, it's whether or not scouts have actually been at practices where he's looked good. Right. And you know, so. Litton getting the snaps against the Bears – um, yeah, I think that pretty much sealed it for uh, for him making the roster. Well, I would disagree with that just because I think that was more a um, look at giving Litton a chance because he didn't get any snaps the week before when McGloin did. But uh, maybe, okay. maybe you're right. So Could I be. don't know. Do you do you have the same three? Yes, I do. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. I can't see a reason to keep McGloin at this point. Uh, I think Litton has shown enough, and really, I think Litton's biggest deal that he's going to need to work on. I mean, there's a lot of things he needs to work on, but one of the biggest things he needs to work on is his touch. And you don't—he's uh, got an arm that you can't get most quarterbacks to have. And if they can work with him on touch, and I have a feeling they can, uh, and he's willing to learn, which it seems like he is, I think he'll be a, a good backup for Kansas City for could be years. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like the uh, the way that he fits. I mean, his arm isn't as strong as Mahomes, obviously. Um, there aren't any, but <laughs> he has a strong one, and I think that, that allows you to keep a little bit more continuity in the play call should Patrick miss any time, so I, I think that's important as well. Well, hard to have as strong as an arm as Patrick does, so. Yeah. All Running right. backs? Yeah. What do you I got? see five. Really? And you're counting Sherman as one of those? I am, yeah. Four tailbacks okay. and Sherman. Okay, so name your four. Um, it's going to be Hunt, Ware, uh, Daryl, and Damien. Not necessarily that already. Damien is obviously a third down back. But. Okay. I'm going to stick with three right now. I don't think Daryl makes the roster. But but, you, but four, including Sherman? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm saying three running backs uh, and one fullback because I do think Sherman's on the roster. Um, okay. Too much, too much value at, uh, on special teams uh, is what it really comes down to for Sherman. So, 
But you uh, saw enough out of where yesterday that that you feel that he he makes the active roster. He's not going to have to miss time to begin the season, right? I don't think he's going to miss time. If he does miss time, I think that's a, a bad sign. I, I'm not going to say it's not a possibility, but uh, they'd have to put him on designated to return. And really, do you want to designate re- to return a, a position like that when you have Hunt and Damien Williams? Yeah. So to me, I don't think that's worth the roster spot uh, or the designated to return. I, I think there's too many other things. Um, let's skip over wide receiver because I think that's going to be a little contentious okay. uh, or could be. Uh, tight end and O-line. Let's go tight end first. I, I only see them keeping three. Um, and for me, I, I think it's a toss-up for number three uh, behind uh, Harris and Kelsey. Um, but I, I would lean towards Ellis. I think the staff might lean a little more towards Amaro. Okay. And I will go three as well. Um, I'm still torn right now. I'm going to say Amaro. Uh, but it's possible that they have four tight ends that they have on the final roster. Um, and I guess maybe I should ask this question. Are we doing this like it'll be the day after cuts uh, when they have to put Harris on suspension and IR Sorensen? Sure. And, you know, pretty much that that first week's lineup is what I'm thinking. But I I'm, I don't think they keep four to include uh, Demetrius. I think the, the first week they just play with, with only a single backup for Kelsey is, is my thought. I don't think they go out of their way to keep an extra person just for one week. Okay. Well, that'll be interesting because they've always had three Titans on the roster and that would put them really low with that position. Um, for but there's always Sherman. Week. He can play tight end in a pinch. Well, and and depending on who your wide receiver is, I'm not so sure you couldn't make an argument that uh, Kemp and Conley could uh, play some of those roles that they like their two tight ends to to play. Right, especially when they they split them all out in trips with the tight ends. They can certainly play that same role. Yep. All right, so O-line. At this point, I just don't feel comfortable enough to say that they can roll with seven. I think they have to keep eight. Okay, who do you got? Um, counting Irving as a starter and LDT, obviously the five starters. Uh, and then I'm looking at Wiley and um, Inger because they can, they've can. both repped at uh, guard and tackle the last two seasons. And I think beyond that, it's a toss-up between Witzman and, and Khalil McKenzie. I, I'm starting to feel like McKenzie can make it to the practice squad, so I'd probably say Witzman is the eighth. Okay, so if we go with your numbers so far, you've got 8, 16, 19. Uh, so that means you're leaving six wide receiver spots open. Correct. Okay. I am also going to say I eight linemen, but I'm going to say McKenzie is the eighth. Um, and they st- they stole, they put somebody from the offensive line on maybe two or three of them on the practice squad. Um I just don't know that McKenzie's going to be able to make it to the practice squad. Okay. So uh, who are, I think you're going to play a lot of 14. Um, who are six and seven? Uh, Wiley and uh, it, right now it's a toss up for me between Witzman and Iyengar. Okay. Um, it's really hard for me to decide on that one. With Iyengar really not playing any guard and playing all tackle, it's really hard for me to see uh, them keeping Witzman because. You know, Iyengar's played both guard and tackle. Witzman came over as a tackle, but has played all guard since he got here. So uh, a lot of question marks on the offensive line, at least in depth positions. 
So at that point, that leaves me seven that I could do at wide receiver if I'm just getting to 25. Uh, and that leaves you six. So who are your six? Unless you're keeping seven and you're going short on defense. No, I'm not. Uh, six wide receivers is what I'm projecting. And it is the top four, uh, being Hill, Watkins, Conley, Robinson. And then, you know, I, I, I'm going back and forth to tell you the truth, but I think, I think Kemp has earned it and I think he can do enough on special teams to earn it. And I think the last spot comes down to, to Dieter, who is clearly more of an asset on offense. Or Chesson, who is clearly more of an, an asset on special teams. Um, and I tend to think that Dave Tobe wins out and Chesson is the one who makes the sixth spot. Okay. Uh, I agree. It's also going to be six. So right now I am reserving an extra spot for defense, although I may go back and throw in another running back. Just depends on how my defense shakes out because I don't have this drawn out just yet. Uh, but I do believe that you have the top five. I think Kemp is going to make it. Uh, he may not have shown much offensively, but his special teams definitely gets him the nod there. And his play yesterday, uh, the run after the catch was something that I haven't seen Kemp do. So that was impressive to me, and I think that probably solidified his spot as the number five or number six wide receiver. Um, when it comes to number six or you know the other wide receiver position, however you want to rank him, Right now, I, I'm wondering if it's between Dat and Chesson. Uh, mm. I mean, Dat's Dieter, still in it, huh? Dieter might be there. Well, Dat just gives them a returner that the other guys don't. And who are you going to have return kicks? Because if Traymond Smith gets hurt, you don't want Tyree Kill back there. No, probably not. So but they've toyed between, with Robinson, but again, that's that's it's a guy who's going to see significant snaps. Who could see significant snaps? Yeah. No. Um. So yeah, I'm torn on that one. I will say for right now, it's probably going to be Dat. Okay. But uh, so there are my six. So right now you have 25. Right now I have 24. Let's take a quick break and we will be right back. You know, ever since we started this podcast, people have been asking for advice. Usually, it's what team to bet on this week. The truth is, we don't know who's going to win. But if you think you know, you got to check out my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why we always tell people to bet with MyBookie. Trust us, guys. They are your best bet this season. They've been in business for years, have great reviews online, and their mobile site is easy easy to use. Lay down some cash and win big today. We'd only recommend a service that's been good to us, and that's why we're urging you to take a look at MyBookie. You win, they pay. They have live in-game betting and the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score in each game. Join now. MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's MyBookie. And don't forget to use the promo code Locked On when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. So as we flip on over to the defensive side, um, I, I think this is going to be really interesting because it looks really even to me. But we'll start off up front. I see five D linemen making this roster. What do you think? That's exactly where I am. Uh, Chris Jones, Alan Bailey, uh, Damian Williams, Derek Naughty, and Jarvis Jenkins. Xavier, not Damian, right? Yeah, sorry. 
Too Naughty and who was the who was the fifth? Uh, Jarvis Jenkins. That's uh, we are dead even on that. I see the same guys making it. If they feel like that's a little bit too short, because honestly, five makes me a little bit nervous. Uh, except that I think we're going to see so much. I, I'd see a ten or fifty percent jump in uh, two down linemen sets that they're going to run this year. So maybe that's that's a good well, enough base. I see that, and I also see the fact that I think that they think Speaks can come in and play uh, in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. If they go and have Speaks play um, a down lineman like in a jumbo package, mm-hmm. uh, wouldn't surprise me to see him in that in that role. Yeah, I agree. So uh, I'm going with five. Uh, so, so we have the same five. Uh, OLB. Man, this is tough. Uh, I am leaning towards five. Uh, because Frank Zombo is the nuclear cockroach that will not die. I have said he should probably not make the roster for like three years running, and he just keeps doing it. So I, I think you have both the starters, both uh, Speaks and Passigno, and I think Frank makes it. Okay. I'm going to stick with four for just right now, because I'm still toying with carrying a ton of CBs, so... Yeah, and I'll tell you this. Uh, game number four for me, that's one of the few places that I think could change. Uh, and that that if they feel like they have to keep more DBs or if there's any more injuries to the secondary, uh, I think that fifth ILB or OLB spot becomes expendable. Well, and that's kind of where I'm also leaning is that it's where do you place uh, Dorian O'Daniel? Because to me, he isn't a... Uh, inside linebacker, even though that's where they've been playing him. Um, well, if you, against the Bears, he did line up in that spot with right. the league win, so that's where I'm including him. Okay, so let's do inside linebacker. I have five as well. Uh, obviously, Ragland Hitchens. I think it's, uh, I, and I'm I'm going to go here with what I think they're going to do, not what I think they should do. I think they they like Terrence Smith enough that they're going to keep him. Obviously, Leagueway is the number three guy, and that's been very clear. And they have to keep O'Daniel. I would personally like to see Ben Neiman make it over Terrence Smith, but I'm not sure the staff sees it that way. This is one of the things that game four might be the turning point. Well, and see, I will argue against you on that because I think that uh, they see Neiman having the ability to do what Terrence Smith does. Uh, So to me, I think Terrence Smith is the ILB that loses a spot on this roster because of what Neiman has shown and Neiman actually can play in the base defense. I'm not so sure Terrence Smith can. Mm-hmm. And I think Ter- and I think Neiman can do most of what Terrence Smith can do on special teams. Well, and Dave Tobe seems happy with him. I'm just not sure Sutton is because Terrence Smith's played over him again against the Bears. So, like I said, we'll see how those two function in week four. Well, and I agree with you that it is, it is concerning that they are playing Terrence Smith over Neiman. But what I will say is that they're trying to give Terrence Smith – they're trying to see what he can do defensively. I just don't think that he's shown enough that he can do defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's just been overrun so much. So so you agree, five ILBs? Yep, because I do think you have to put O'Daniel there. So right now you're at 15 on defense, and I am at 14 on defense. Okay. So, corner. Five. 
five, really. Yeah. And, and that's not counting Arian Springs as a safety. I, I think it has to be the top four uh, with Nelson Healthy, Skandrick, and Smith. I think there is more desperation after watching yesterday at safety that they, I think they need to keep their options more open at safety as of right now. Now, folks, we're going to run this down after or just prior to uh, game four as well, and things will obviously change as cuts come. But right now today, that's where I'm at. Hmm. I'm saying six, so this is where my defensive spot gets picked up for not keeping five OLBs. I do think Frank Zombo brings, brings a lot to this team. But I think they really like the young guys, and I think, unfortunately, they're going to have Skandrick on this team, so he's in your top four, and then you also have Smith and Springs. Okay. So that gets you to 20. I'm at 20. Where are you going? I mean, I'm keeping. I'm counting five safeties on the on the roster at this point, and that is with the caveat that um, that they are not IRing Dan Sorensen. That's that's the big question mark here. If it turns out that they have any kind of of lead up, or they can IR him with a designation to return, which I think is probably the best thing for them. Well, I mean, the best thing for them is to cut ties and pay him an injury settlement <laughs> and be done with it. But. <clears throat> But uh, so you have, you have Barry and Sorensen as your top two, right? Then you have the two that have been playing in McQuay and uh, Eric Murray. And then you have to have at least another one. Um, I would like to see it be Stearns. I can see them making a switch and allowing Springs to play at some safety. So maybe that's the way that he makes this roster and they just call him a DB. But uh, that's that's where I see it. Now, if Dan doesn't uh, stay on the roster in, in either a cut or a DR then, uh, or a IR, then I, I think that changes the whole chemistry and then it allows you to keep that six corner. Okay. Well, I'm going to go five safeties at this point. Um, I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Sorensen, so I guess I'll count him in my five and say it's going to be uh, Barry, Sorensen, uh, Murray, McQuay, um, Boy, I'm just having a lot in Watts. So. Yeah, and that's fair. You know, and and Watts has played better than Stearns. Uh, and that's what I'm looking for. And I probably should have prefaced that. And Watts over Stearns. I'm saying if they can get Dan off the active roster, then Stearns could make it. Uh, but, yeah. Watts well, is a yeah, question mark. I've wanted to see better out of him, to tell you the truth. You wanted to see better out of who? Out of Armani Watts. I wanted him to take a serious leap at a job, but I just don't see it yet. Yeah, no, and I agree with that completely. I do think that it is concerning that he hasn't uh, done that. Um, you know, you look, especially with the, the depth he's playing, I mean, he's not even playing with the second string. Um, at least not regularly with the second string. Yeah. So... Uh, I let's don't know. take another quick break, and uh, let's talk about question marks or or things that could pop up that might throw us off. Well, I'm still I'm still one person short on my roster. You're at 53 because you have three specialists. I'm at 52. Oh, you're not keeping three specialists? Or no, you had an extra slot. All right, so so you have basically one player to play with. Let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll find out where you're going to put that. 
to recap, I'm at a full roster. You're one man short, and you can kind of play around here. You're definitely heavier on defense, correct? Uh, yes, I have 25 on defense, 24 on offense. Okay, so the question is, where do you want to go? Well, and see, this is what – and we kind of talked about this earlier, but I don't think it made much sense when we talked about it. You're saying they only have two tight ends on the roster when Demetrius Harris goes to suspension for a week. Well, he's still on the active roster, though he's suspended, isn't he? No. Okay. So that gives you another spot. So either they bring in another tight end or they have another spot open. Okay. I thought he was still going to count against the 53. I still don't think that they keep uh, that they keep an extra tight end. I think they just run with two tight ends week one and call it done, and then they, they put him back on immediately. So that would probably clear up the thing about Stearns and allow them uh, to have – both the starters, Sorensen, Barry, uh, McQuay, Murray, Watts, and then Stearns as well. Okay. Well, and for me, I think that running back is certainly a position of possibility. Uh, you know, Damian or Daryl Williams could be a fourth running back on this roster, uh, and he may make the original roster. I mean, it's possible that he makes the original roster, um, but I don't know that he'll be on the roster after cutdowns, and I think they are going to maybe be looking to pick up somebody. Yeah, I could see I could see acquisitions on cutdown day at, at O-line, certainly in the secondary at either position, and maybe even at running back. You never know. They seem to have a wealth of running backs, so I can't say that it's you know where their highest priority is, but... Um, you know, I can't see them bringing. In, yeah, I can't see them bringing in another running back, uh, but I certainly could see them going and uh, picking up a safety from somebody, mm-hmm. uh, or going and getting a um, another Wait, corner. <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I don't think that's going to happen. If it was going to happen, I think it would have already happened. You're probably right. Unfortunately, really, they don't have the. I mean. For the kind of contract that Bashad Breland wants, they don't have the money for it. Um, unless they're going to pay him over a couple of years. So I don't know how that's going to work out. I'm not sure they do either. I, and I, I, my only hope is that they actually understand that it is something that has to work out. And I'm not convinced that that's true either. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm curious to see who is released and what, and not even on the chief's side, because you always have surprise cuts on cut down day. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to shock me if there's a corner available, but they are so far down in the claim system that maybe they end up working out a trade for Kerwin Williams or somebody or Matt McLaurin for a corner that's going to get cut. So what are you going to do with your last slot though? You still have one guy left. Right now, I'm going to say it goes to Daryl Williams, but I'm not going to say that he's going to be on the roster opening day. Okay. So for this scenario, as we sit post-week three, you're back to five running backs, which fills us up. And we both have even splits 25 and 25 on either side of the ball. Which I'm pretty sure Kansas City's never done, but... Right. <laughs> that's, that's my thought as well. So, folks, that's where we see it right now today. Uh, this is Monday of a brand new week. It's a short week. It's going to finish off the preseason. 
And we're going to have a number of things, uh, a roster review about the final 53, uh, either a prediction or a review. We haven't gotten to that point yet. We'll also have uh, some written stuff at Chiefs Digest on the roster itself. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, there'll be more video from RGR. There'll be more stuff at The Athletic from that guy that didn't make it today. And uh, we appreciate you listening and checking out all of that stuff. It'll be all in the Locked on Chiefs account on Twitter. Um, am I forgetting anything, Chris? Nope. I think you're good. Rock on. Well, thank you for listening today. Enjoy your Monday, what's left of it, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Chiefs. Check out my work at RGR Football on YouTube, Chris's work on LockedOnChiefs.com, and all of Seth's film analysis at TheAthletic.com. Thanks for listening.